as fuck when you were in the living room. I had to turn you down. <laughs> That's because nobody was home. I could speak my speak as much as I wanted to. <laughs> were you speaking and spelling with the devil? Yeah. Mom, something's wrong. <laughs> Sup, Buzznet? In reference to the podcast here again. Freaky Friday. That's it. Freaky, freaky. I like how I always just have to confirm that every time you're like, if they're Freaky Friday or True Crime Tuesday, I'm like, that's it. <laughs> you're like, yep, you're right. It's another one. Yep, good job. On day, what, 3050 of the epidemic? The pandemic? Oh, oh, fucking April, March, whatever month it was, May. It's May now. I I feel like this week is just incredibly too long. I'm also, like, usually really excited for this month, because, like, you know. That's her birthday month. My birthday month. But I'm like... You're like, I can't even do anything to celebrate it. <laughs> well, that, and it's not even, like, a... It's not even a fun birthday. True. Just another step to the top of the hill. <laughs> I still, like, have to think about it when people ask me how old I am. Like. Yeah. 30. I'll be 32. Yeah, we haven't even introduced ourselves, so. That's cool. Didn't we? No, we didn't. I just said it was Freaky Friday. Right, and then we. Went on a tangent. Um, so, therefore, I'm Amanda. And I am Heather. And we are legend. But. Yes. But not the movie, because that's depressing. Ugh. Although, we're probably heading there anyway. True. Oh my god, <laughs> that's true. <sighs> I'm not breaking Brody's neck if he catches the virus. No. So That was the saddest part of that whole thing. Who are we kidding? Like, we'd be the last people to... We wouldn't be the last ones to be alive anyway. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I am in... I'd be like... I'd be one of the first. You're in top physical exactly. condition. <laughs> I am in great shape. Round is a great shape. <laughs> Until you go to run and roll your ankle again. <laughs> I couldn't even run. Let's be real. <laughs> You'd be like, you know what? Just kill me. It's fine. fine. Just take good care of my dog. That's my only request. As long as they're not the World War Z zombies, because those ones can run. I also don't have anything to fend off. Anything. I have knives. That's it. I don't have a taser. I have pepper spray. Oh, we have katanas in the basement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, you would. I bought them for my dad for Christmas. They're from Kill Bill. Machetes and swords and stuff in the basement. We got all kinds of sharp in instruments in the basement. Where you keep your hostages. There's only one down there. It's fine. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I'm kidding. There's two. But anyway, back to your story. <laughs> He's not lonely. He has friends. Speaking of people being locked in the basement. Yeah, let's... We're going to learn about Alcatraz today. <laughs> let's learn about that. Nice little segue out of creepiness. 
But for the record, we are kidding. There's nobody yes. that we know of in Heather's basement. I actually got most of my information from Wikipedia today, because I actually had a lot more information than it usually does. Nice. Love me a good wiki story. Well, just like me, I'll have acid reflux here shortly. I don't understand every time I can be wide awake. As soon as I go to start reading, I yawn. Because you're so boring. <laughs> I used wildsftours.com and ghost adventures. <laughs> or I don't know if it's wild sf tours. I would assume I don't know. wild San Francisco tours. Ah, yeah, that's probably what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I just copy and pasted the URL so I didn't actually read it before. <laughs> and then ghostadventuresfandom.com. Is there a fanfic on that website? Okay. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Zach and like ghosts. <laughs> I mean, he, he writes it himself. That, now that's probably true. Okay, anyway. <laughs> kidding, but not kidding. <laughs> Alcatraz Island is located in San Francisco Bay, 1.25 miles or 2.1 kilometers off the shore of San Francisco, California. What? For those who didn't know. Uh, <laughs> before it became known as the infamous prison on its own island, it was many different things. Native Americans known as the Alone. Oh, <laughs> assuming that's how it's pronounced. We're not culture. It's literally, it's like, it's O-H-L-O-E. Oh, <laughs> This is gonna go great today. I can <laughs> feel it. Oh, this five pages are gonna take like two hours. <laughs> it's O-H-L-O-N-E, so like, alone. Not alone. <laughs> I don't know, so um, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead I, and agree with you. Well, when I read it the first time, I was like, oh, that's just how it's pronounced. I didn't think to look it up, and then apparently trying to read it again doesn't work. Um, they're believed to be the earliest inhabitants of the island, but they avoided it because they believe that evil spirits resided there. I assume they're not wrong. Uh, no, no, they're not. They used the island to put their criminals under tribal law to live in isolation, and then later used as a burial site for those criminals. Uh, it was first documented in 1775 by Juan Manu Manuel de Ayala, and he identified the island as La Isla de los Alcatraces, which translates to the island of gannets. And a gannet is a bird that is related to the blue-footed booby. <laughs> so adventure. Uh, the island was also... The island also translates to the island of the pelicans. Don't want to go there. Which when I looked them up, the two birds, they look similar. Um, Alcatraz is also... Roughly translate, roughly translated to pelican from archaic Spanish. 
And then over the years, it just became known as Alcatraz, which is what it's known as today. I always wondered, like, why it was called Alcatraz. Now it's, like, now it's not as scary something. You're like, oh, it's Pelican Island. Well, I like it is kind of terrifying. Yeah, I, I would rather not deal with that. <laughs> uh, the earliest record of someone owning the island was in June of 1846 by a man named Julian Workman, who it was given to him by the Mexican governor, Pio Pico, or Pio, I don't know. I just said, I thought it was P.O. because it rhymes. It was P.O. Pico. That's probably not how it's pronounced because... Probably not. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Pierre thing that we found out years later. That's not how you say yeah, it. Yeah, if you guys know how to say half these words, let us know because we're idiots. Yes. I've never claimed to be smart. Nope. <laughs> uh, with the understanding that workmen would build a lighthouse on the island... Uh, later that later in 1846, John C. Fremont, using his capacity as the military governor of California, bought the island for five thousand dollars in the name of the U.S. government. Yeah, I wish I could buy an island for five thousand dollars. <laughs> Especially one that's that big. <laughs> in 1850, President Millard Fillmore ordered the Alcatraz Island was to be used specifically as a U.S. military reservation. <laughs> not going to lie, I had to look up who that was because I do not remember learning that was a president. I was just going to make some comment about presidents. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you, Pancambria, for, you know, <laughs> letting me remember any of that. I, I know we definitely learned that. Yeah, that was probably, like, closer to, like, 20 years ago that we learned. <laughs> Fair. Okay, we don't need to talk about how so that's old like we are. <laughs> we're For young real. at heart. That's all that um, I mean my heart doesn't act like it's young, and, but Yeah. My brain right? does. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, after the US took California from Mexico following the Mexican American War. Fremont expected a large sum of money for his initiative of buying and securing Alcatraz Island for the US. <laughs> but they paid him nothing. <laughs> oh. And Fremont and then later his heirs sued for compensate <laughs> compensation <laughs> in legal battle. <laughs> I can't read. Never claimed you could. Uh he later Yeah. They later sued for compensation in legal battles that lasted until the eighteen nineties and they received nothing. Ow. So they, all that money that they probably spent has got nothing in return. Uh, after the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo in 1848, which ended the war and then the beginning of the California Gold Rush the next year, the U.S. Army began to study the island to use to protect approaches from San Francisco Bay. In 1853, the United States Army Corps of Engineers started to fortify the island and work continued until about... 1858, when the first version of Fort Alcatraz was completed, and near the end of that year, about 200 soldiers. Sold- <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, if anybody's keeping track, like I feel like I say that a lot. <laughs> Every time I can't talk. <laughs> That's just your catchphrase. Just that hell card a couple. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
Yeah, we know nobody oh. religious listens to us. Uh, when the Civil War started in 1861, 85 cannons were put around the perimeter, but only a fraction could actually be used at one time because the number of soldiers present didn't didn't allow that to happen. Did you remember the Civil War happening? Yeah. You didn't have to look that up? But that's also, like, one of those things, like, <laughs> I didn't think that, like, the Civil War went the whole way across the country. Like, I thought that was more just, like, a, like, the East Coast was having an issue. <laughs> oh, God, we are... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I feel like they didn't teach us that. <laughs> they later increased the number of cannons to 105. So <laughs> even less could be used. Um, when, then it, when it was used, it was then used as the San Francisco arsenal to prevent them from falling into the hands of Confederate sympathizers. <laughs> then it uh, became a military prison. They did this because of its isolation from the outside world due to the cold water and strong currents of the bay. They used this to house soldiers who were guilty of crimes starting in 1859. By 1861, it became the military prison for the Department of the Pacific, which was a major command center at the time and housed Civil War P prisoner of war. In, in 1863, the military started to imprison citizens accused of treason there. After the Civil War, the island defenses became obsolete. They planned to level the whole island and construct shellproof underground magazines and tunnels. This was from 1870 to 1876, but it was never completed. The southern tip of the island shows a flattening effort. The army then changed plans and changed from coastal defense to detention, since the island was so isolated. In seven or yeah, in seventeen eighty six. So we're time traveling, okay? Yeah. <laughs> in eighteen seventy six, a brick jailhouse was built, and before then, the prisoners were held in the basement of a guardhouse. Real oh. secure prison. I'm so I started singing brick house in my head. So uh, don't worry, I won't sing it for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've already heard it at some point. I just meant, like, I wouldn't ruin it by saying oh. it. I, if you haven't heard it, you definitely live under a rock. Uh, Alcatraz officially became a long-term detention facility for military, military prisoners in 1868. In 1898, during the Spanish-American War, the prison population went from 26 to over 450. So that was probably, like, super cramped. <laughs> yeah. In 1906, after the San Francisco earthquake, civilian prisoners were transferred there for safe confinement. On March 21st, 1907, Alcatraz became officially designated as the Western U.S. Military Prison. In 1909, construction on the huge concrete main cell block began, which is still the dominant feature of the prison. This was completed in 1912. To make room for the cell block, they demolished a three-story barracks to the first floor, which was actually underground. It had been constructed in a pit, creating a dry moat around it. I wonder, wonder if they 
I feel like a dry mouth, though. Like, that would suck if you got stuck in <laughs> Be like, I can't get out. <laughs> Although, if I feel like if I had a dry mode, I would put, like, sharpened sticks sticking up out of it. <laughs> so if you escape, you ain't getting far. <laughs> well, they didn't get far anyway. Isn't that the whole point of why it was built out there? Yes. <laughs> oh, are you getting to that? Is that a spoiler alert? Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like, I, unless you don't know what Alcatraz is at all. <laughs> well, we got um, people that have never heard of it That's fair. I mean, you're not the first podcast to cover it, but... I also feel like, although I spelled Alcatraz so many times, it doesn't look like it's spelled right anymore. That's how I feel about my story. But I can't tell you what the word <sighs> is yet. Okay. Uh, Alcatraz became an official prison, official federal prison, in August of 1934, and was designed to hold the prisoners who continuously caused trouble at other federal prisons. At 9.40 a.m. on August 11th, 1934, the first 137 prisoners arrived. They were escorted there, handcuffed in high security. I put vehicles. It was a train. (laughs) But then I already typed it, and I was like, I'm not changing it. (laughs) And guarded by 60 special FBI agents, U.S. Marshals, and railway security officials. Yeah, it's it's all kinds of fun. No, they were not. Uh, Alcatraz was built to be a maximum security prison with minimum privileges. Inmates that broke one of the many rules would be punished by being sent to the strip cell. Before entering, the inmate was stripped naked. The cell had no mattress, sink, and no lights, and their toilet is just a hole in the ground. That's awful. So, basically, if you <laughs> step out of line, you're... But I feel like what they, they would have to have more than one. Possibly. I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. During the 29 years that it was in use, Alcatraz held some of the most notorious criminals in American history. A few were Al Capone, Robert Franklin Stroud, the Birdman of Alcatraz, During his time at Leavenworth Penitentiary, he reared and sold birds and became a respected ornithologist, although regulations did not allow him to keep birds at Alcatraz. I mean, at least he accomplished something in jail, right? Yeah, I mean, like, birds hate me. (laughs) I orchestrated the murder of a bird. Yeah? Yeah, by my dog. Oh, like what? But technically, it was an attempted murder. It was not successful. I think it ended up being successful. I think it died. Oh, probably. Scared the crap out of both of us when it jumped up and flew away. I'll never forget that. I'm like, why is is my mom throwing stuff? Yeah, I was like, damn, what did mine do? This fucking bird just flew across the room. And then we're like, no, get on the counter. She's like, I'm not allowed up there. They're like that with the furniture and everything. We're like, just get get pick her up. Get up there. I think my mom, I don't think my mom knew that she killed the bird on the counter until like years, years later. Years she's later. She's probably like, great. She's probably like, great. Now we need to get a new counter. <laughs> Maybe 
that's why she refinished her counters. It's like, ugh. There was... I mean, I feel like it's not that much different than if you, like, have, like, bloody chicken on the counter. Slightly different. Yeah, a bird that's like a dirty bird. <laughs> I wanted to say random, but it's not the word I'm looking for. Like not caged, not raised, could have rabies. Free range. I, yeah, but free range isn't what I'm looking for. Usually, free range like chicken. A wild, wild, a wild animal. Literally, that's there the you. word I was thinking. <laughs> there. there <laughs> It's been a day. <laughs> okay, so some of the other notorious people were was George Machine Gun Kelly, who was an American gangster during Prohibition. Oh, so not the rapper. Wonder if that's where Machine Gun. I was gonna say, I wonder if that's where he got his name. Probably. Uh, <laughs> Bumpy Johnson. That's where I got my name. <laughs> who was an American mob boss. Rafael Cancel Miranda, who was a member of the Puerto Rican Nationalist Party that attacked the U.S. Capitol building. Fuck did these names come from? <laughs> Mickey Cohen, the mob boss of the Cohen crime family. Arthur R. Doc Barker, who was muscle for the Barker Carpus Gang. <laughs> and literally, where did these names come from? Okay. And the last one is Alvin Creepy Carpus, <laughs> who was the leader of the Barker Carpus gang and served more time than any other inmate. And the staff and their families also lived there. Ooh, no thanks. Yeah, like I'd be like, uh, no, my family cannot live here, especially if you have children. Right? <laughs> what? God, do you hate your kids that much? For whom? Where were you born? In prison. Oh, what'd your mom do? No. She worked there. Oh, no, no. She, wor she worked there. I was... Just... Although I feel like if I had kids, like, and I worked there, I'd be like, I'm just gonna stick you in this cell so I know you can't go anywhere all day. And Alcatraz has 29 years of operation. They claim that no prisoner escaped. Spoiler alert. That's not true. <laughs> A total of 36 prisoner... Prisoners made 14 attempts to escape. Two of them tried, tried twice. 23 were caught alive. Six were shot and killed during the attempt. Two drowned, and five are listed as missing and presumed drowned. Oh. oh I didn't know that. Uh, the most violent attempt was on May 2nd, 1946, when six inmates tried to escape, and it became known as the Battle of Alcatraz. Two federal prison officers and three in of the inmates were killed. Fourteen other officers and one uninvolved inmate were also injured. Two of the surviving escapees were executed in 1948 because of the battle. And then other deaths were eight people were murdered by inmates. A guard was killed in the laundry room in the late 1930s. Five inmates were killed in random attacks. Five committed suicide and at least 12 died trying to escape. Uh, Alcatraz closed as a prison in 1963 for a few reasons. Also, I like, in my head, like, Alcatraz was not, like, still in operation, like, that, not that long ago. I don't know that I knew when it closed down, even though I've listened to other podcasts about it. 
1963. I won't remember. <laughs> Six years before we went to space. <laughs> Supposedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Maybe I thought you were trying to, like, make it about something, like, literally, like, you and I have done. And I was like... You're like, we didn't go to... S- we're like, you're like, we went to a planetarium. Well, I was like, <laughs> and like you were like, six years before, or whatever you said, before we did, and I was like, mm-hmm. um, we, like weren't we weren't even alive, alive then. Our, our parents weren't even alive then. <laughs> no, my dad I was. was. Say, your parents, at least your dad was. Actually, 19, my mom would have been two. Her birthday was in 61. My parents were cooking. <laughs> it cost ten dollars per prisoner per day to operate Alcatraz, while other prisons were three dollars a day. Wow! And I, yeah, like now I'm like, man, like that's not a lot. But I guess back in 1963, that was probably that was a lot. And half a century of salt water misting the building has severely eroded them, and the three prison and oh, and three prisoners escaped in 1962. So there was three that successfully it's got like away. A very odd part, like, place to put that in there. To what? mention that they escaped. Like you were talking about. Because I didn't find that. I didn't oh, find that until later. Like, you were talking and about. I, I just kind of added yeah, that I was in. like, wait, you were just talking about erosion. It's fine. Well, those were the reasons why. I think they, like, closed it because, like, people finally oh, escaped. Okay. I think that's far why I put that there. Sure, we'll go with that. That's what I'm gonna go with anyway. <laughs> um, an archaeologist named Timothy DeSmet. There's a lot of really weird names yeah, in this one. So, an archaeologist named Timothy DeSmet and others found historical remains beneath the former recreation yard of the prison. Using ground-penetrating radar, they uncovered a bomb-proof earthwork going along the underlying brick tunnel in the ventilation ducts that were still in good condition. They also found the remains of ammunition magazines and tunnels that were already there when the prison was built. Uh, Alcatraz, Alcatraz Island. I also didn't know that it was called Alcatraz Island. Nobody <laughs> takes the time out to say all of that. That's true. It took like the extra two seconds to type. That's a lot. <laughs> Five pages worth of writing Alcatraz Island. I didn't write it every time. That's like when I had to write a a paper on cardiovascular cardiovascular exercise. I think it was for my gym class, and it had to be like fucking thirteen pages long. You know how many times I wrote out cardio. You probably typed that out as many times as you could. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, that's going to take up a whole, like, half of a line of... Instead of somebody like, oh, they need cardio, and you're like, nope, they need cardiovascular nope. activity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Alcatraz became part of the Golden Gate National Recreation Area in 1972, and then the entire island was put on the National Register of Historic Landmarks in 1976. And it became a national historic landmark in 1986. And then a plan was approved in 1980 to double the amount of Alcatraz that was accessible to the public and visitors. 
So they can now enjoy the scenery, the birds, marine, and animal life. Wait, go back. Did you say twice that it became a historic landmark? Once in 1976 and once in 1986. Well, it, it was put on the, the register, but then it became an official historic landmark in 1986. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, you just gave two different years for the same thing. But I understand. <laughs> ten, ten years apart. <laughs> um, officials for Alcatraz publicly dismissed any and all reports of ghosts as nonsense, and they deny their existence. Uh-huh. And... In 1994, an official said, These ridiculous ghost stories will stop tourists from visiting. And these people say they hear canaries. We don't have birds here. Obviously, he didn't realize how big ghost hunting was going to be. Well, actually, like, official, like, they don't do, like, official ghost tours. But, like, paranormal groups can do, like, investigations, but, like, they don't, like... But, they, I mean, they might now... Because I feel like that's the only reason I would want to go there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna we're gonna get into the spooky stuff. The spooky stuff. The spooky stuff. Spook me out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Happelbees. Happelbees. I also feel like I always just like randomly add SHs to stuff from working at Chase. Because we have SH on everything. Except on it. Um, I found a... (laughs) Yeah, that was a failed attempt. Oh, you didn't... They used to have a soda called It. But then, like, people started associating, like, the SH with, like, all other stuff that Sheets does. So they got rid of it because, like, people were, like, drinking shit. Like... (laughs) I did not know they had their own soda. Yeah, I learned about that in my orientation. Well, you didn't share that with me and I'm highly offended. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, that's stuff I want to exactly. know. <laughs> yeah, it was called, like, It Cola. I, I wouldn't have gotten And then she anyway. started selling it. And then they got rid of it because people started putting SH on everything. Interesting. The more you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, I found a couple quotes about the island and the hauntings. The Washington Post claims that Alcatraz is a place where visitors can sense the dread of past inhabitants still trapped in the atmosphere. You were very close. I know, because I'm trying to keep myself entertained. (laughs) Not that you're not entertaining me. I'm just being myself. You need outside stimuli to keep entertained. Uh, the New York Post has said that even though it hasn't been operational since 1963, that it remains ultra-sinister, perversely fascinating, and iconic. Wow, those are some big words. Yeah, and also, <laughs> whoever made, did, wrote the article that I got this from did not spell iconic correctly. <laughs> they spell it. They spelled it with a K. Like I-K-O-N-I-C. But when I typed it, it said it was wrong. From a documentary called Haunted Alcatraz, they said, There is little question that Alcatraz holds a particular place in our collective imagination, consistently evoking a feeling, stirring and dark, that the power of the island still captivates visitors after departure. Probably because stuff follows them home. Yeah. Okay, so now into the the ghostlies. Oh. 
Now you're gonna spook me out? I'm gonna spook you. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> While Alcatraz was in operation, inmates and guards reported a wide variety of ghostly activity. It is supposedly haunted by the Native American prisoner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like I just tried to say prisoners and president together and I, it did not work out. And I have no idea why. It did not. Native American prisoners and officials who died during the Civil War and at the military prison. Many inmates were declared insane after serving time at Alcatraz. They reported whispering sounds in the middle of the night, floating blue lights and figures, moaning and the clanking of chains and cells that were known to be unoccupied. But, like, did they leave them chained up in their cells? Well, I am not an Alcatraz historian, so I do not have an answer. I apologize. I did not do any research on Alcatraz. That would suck. <laughs> uh, one inmate in the D-Block said that he saw glowing red eyes in the dark <laughs> and screamed for hours. He screamed for hours? He was found dead the following... <laughs> didn't specify. Oh, okay. So I don't know if, like, the eyes were screaming. Uh, he was found dead the following morning with a purple face, bulging eyes, and unidentified strangle marks around his throat. I'll just pass on that. Uh, the guards laughed off the claims by the inmates at first, but after a while they also experienced activity themselves, including cold spots, feeling unseen fingers on the back of their necks. No. And hearing crying in the middle of the night. It's like one of those things like, scream all you want, but don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, don't do anything to me, but like... Consent consent is a thing. Ghost. <laughs> Even if you're dead. Uh, inmates and guards have reported seeing prisoners from the military prison wearing 19th century clothing, walking in A block, and would disappear when they were approached by guards. One staff member saw a group of Native American prisoners marching in a circle before they just vanished. Uh, sounds of phantom gunfire, cannon blasts, and fire alarms have been heard. Oh, fire alarm. That's creepy. I mean, it's all creepy, but like... Yeah, like, it's like one of those, like, if you hear it, but like, nothing else is going yeah, off. Yeah, but like, I mean, you're so programmed that if you hear, like, a smoke detector or a fire alarm go off, like, you gotta leave. Yeah, get out! <laughs> I gotta go! Gotta go! Gotta go fast! <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, the warden's house, which is just a shell now, is also supposedly haunted. Several guards have seen a man with mutton chops during a party, wearing a gray suit and a brimmed cap, leaving the room feeling icy cold, and the fire in the stove went out. I guess it just got, like, blown out. Um, a phantom lighthouse has also been seen emerging from the fog in the San Francisco Bay. No. Uh, cell 14D is one the inmates were sent to for punishment. I'll say. Visitors to Alcatraz. 14D is? Oh, I was thinking like 14 inches, is... but, you know. Aww. Either way. <laughs> Two kinds of people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your head goes other with a laughing fit. Visitors to Alcatraz say. <laughs> I didn't say anything. 
the next part. I already know what it is. And I know it's going to make me laugh again. Visitors to Alcatraz. <laughs> Just say it. I'll keep my mouth shut. Say that they have felt raw coldness. <laughs> I want you to raw dog me <laughs> with 14 beans uh, what does he say after that like if, if your girlfriend says raw dog or oh, yeah <laughs> it's like run <laughs> and they also say it feels like there's more than one spirit in oh, yeah, the cell there's 14 <laughs> and some say that it feels like they are wrapped in coldness. It also is said that that cell is permanently ice cold, even during the summer, and is often 20 to 30 degrees colder than the rest of the building. So that's, like, your ideal home. Which is creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's creepy, though, because, like, it's not, like, their doors. Like, it's, like, a the bar cell. It's weird. It's, like, it's, like, share the cold, like, blow out the door. <laughs> Just blow it. Come on. Uh, I mean, just, just blow the 14D. <laughs> oh, a man actually died in the cell in the 1940s. Um, and he was found strangled on the floor. Oh, a rumor says that the night before his... <laughs> a rumor says the night before his death that he kept screaming that a creature with glowing eyes was trying to kill him. These glowing eyes... I feel like if I ever saw glowing eyes in the dark, I would probably just, like, have a heart attack and die. Maybe. Maybe you shouldn't have told me that. In cell block... <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I do like to scare you as much as possible. Uh, in cell blocks A, B, and C, people often hear crying and moaning. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> it's not in cell block D, though. <laughs> I assume that you mean like moaning and agony, but like it's just like yeah. you're you're either crying or you're loving life, man. I don't know. <laughs> or both. Or both. I mean, it could be so good you're crying. Brought a tear to your eye. <laughs> a psychic reported encountering a malevolent spirit named Butcher. Uh, records show that a man nicknamed Butcher was assassinated there in the 1940s. <laughs> in the shower area, visitors have heard banjo music coming from them. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> we always are told if you hear banjo music, run the other way. <laughs> Why in the shower, though? That's so weird. I can actually answer this question. Oh, okay. Go for it. There, there is an a there's a reason. Uh, right. Al Capone... Al Capone spent his last years in Alcatraz playing with the prison's banjo band. He feared he would be killed if he dared to play the banjo in the open, so he practiced in the showers. <laughs> that's, the, that's the weirdest thing that, like... Especially, like, Al Capone. Like, he was, like, one of the biggest mob bosses ever. Nobody... Like, but you were afraid to get murdered because you play the banjo? Like, you could kill people with a banjo. <laughs> like... No, I'm good smuggling guns and whatever else he did. God ding, forbid. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. 
<laughs> if he had a cell phone, that's going to definitely be his ringtone. <laughs> cell phones? What are those? Former inmate Leon Whitey Thompson. Why do they all have weird nicknames? I mean, he's probably just pasty. Like, that could be my nickname. Uh, he worked as a guide at Alcatraz for many years. Which, I'm sorry, if I got out of there, I wouldn't go back and be, like, a tour guide. <laughs> I'm tour guide Barbie! <laughs> and then later regularly visited before his death in 2005. He just missed it? Like... <laughs> I just I just missed being here. He's probably like, I miss, he, but, but I like it now because I can just walk in and out of the cells and not get stuck in one. He's like, I can make fun of Al Capone all I want. <laughs> in the middle of the night, you hear a banjo. <laughs> oh no, he's coming to get me. <laughs> Oh. Um, he believed it to be haunted and said that he could feel it he could sense it the four years that he was incarcerated he said that the prison was damned and often felt he was being watched by spirits he became friends with another inmate named Johnny Haas the last time he saw him was October 25th 1962 when he was released he knew that it would be the last time he saw Johnny one day in the 1980s when he was waiting for a tour group to arrive he saw a large, dark figure walk around the corner and disappear. He rushed after it, saying it felt familiar, and he swears that it was Johnny Haas. Nope. You're like, no, thank nope, you. Nope, even if I think it's you, I'm not going after it. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I would just, like, pop out of nowhere and be like, ha I'm here. <laughs> Remember that time you scared me? Payback's a bitch, bitch. <laughs> Uh, a ranger was spending the night alone which no thank you <laughs> and was awakened by hearing a heavy door swinging in C block and couldn't find the cause for it and then it also started doing this on other nights another time people heard doors opening and closing when they were locked tight and the only one only person there had the keys <laughs> nope. a visitor and his wife claimed to have heard canaries in the cell that once housed Robert Birdman of Alcatraz Stroud and said that they saw him sitting on the bed reading a book even though he wasn't allowed to keep birds in Alcatraz as he had in other prisons. A morning news anchor named Ted Wagant Sure. Why not? Hey, it could be that too. W-Y-G-A-N-T We're just gonna go with Wygant. Wygant who is a skeptic, spent the night in Alcatraz with psychic Jean Borgen in 1982. Ted said most of the night they found nothing, but around 3 a.m. in the utility corridor, which is where three men were killed in the Battle of Alcatraz, he said even though it was pitch black, he suddenly had a tremendous feeling of anger and felt an evil presence lying on the floor where the men had died. He started cursing and felt a strong compulsion to fire a gun at people. Uh, Gene said that Ted was out of character after that, and when they turned the lights on, his face had changed and you could see the anger and hate in his eyes. Ted said it's hard to believe, but something had happened there. Like, if they were the only two people there, I'd be like, uh, I need to get off this island, like, ASAP. (laughs) A paranormal investigator claimed that he visited, and he was in it while in a trance, was spoken to by a spirit that said he had been beaten and his legs were broken, and then he was placed into solitary confinement. 
And then a woman claiming to be a psychic began speaking German in a child's voice on a tour. Fuck that. <laughs> Which, like, anything, like, every time somebody's like, oh, no, it's just a little kid. I'm like, no, that's not a child. That's a demon. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, because <laughs> they go everywhere. Um, the Ghost Adventures crew has done an investigation at Alcatraz. There's a video, because, you know, when they were talking about the prison band that Al Capone was part of, they do, like, a reenactment, like, one in, like, old clothes with, like, banzos and shit. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> uh, but during their investigation, they found a couple different things. The ovulus said the words fire, threshold, doctor, opening, mist, and touch. Not at the same time, like, throughout the night. <laughs> the doctor opened the threshold and touched mist and fire. <laughs> uh, Zach was looking for something that caused a loud bang, and an anomaly moved from that direction across the screen. Uh, an EVP said, come back. No, thank you. The spirit voice boxes... The spirit box voice, Jesus. <laughs> the spirit box voices said, "Get naked, he's here, and dear God." <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zach said he saw two glowing eyes coming from a door. Billy felt discomfort while he was in cell fourteen. What's that? You know, yeah, D fourteen. Uh, Jay caught a strange anomaly that was manifesting into Billy's hand. And the last one is that there was two separate light energies that were captured in cell 13 that they used with, like, a regular still camera. And that is the story of Alcatraz. Cool. So what do you got for us for True Crime Tuesday, or am I not allowed to know yet? Um, I'll tell you. We're going to talk about Lisa McPherson. But that's all I'm going to tell you. I don't know who that is. You might once we get into it, but... Right. I mean, depending on how far you're... Anyway, we'll see. <coughs> I have in here, pause here for Heather's realization. So. Oh, awesome. Well, hopefully I won't disappoint. Well, I mean, as long as you remember what I said in our text message. I do. You want to tell the audience? That we were going to be stalked? Um, alright, well, this has been... I don't know how long it will be once I edit it, but it's going to take a while to edit, so... Uh, until next time, follow us on Instagram at inreference 2 podcast on Twitter at inreference 2 If you've been to Alcatraz or San Francisco, have any spooky stories, you can send it to us at inreference2podcast at gmail.com. More things to do in San Francisco so that when we plan our trip there... We have yeah. next plan. I know one thing we're not going to do. Not We're not walking up that big-ass hill. That's what you think. I'll walk down it. <laughs> um, you can also listen to... I'll, I'll keep saying 30-plus because I don't remember when all of these episodes post. Um, you can listen to 30-plus of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, but until we catch up with our current uploads um up, we're uploading at least one 
per day for the next week. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Or you can help support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to. See you guys next time. Or talk to you guys next time. Or you can listen to us talk to each other next yeah. time. Maybe we'll find Loch Ness. <laughs> Probably not. We'll find her next time. Although, you know what? Hey, with all the stuff going on, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Bye! Bye.